It's always been pretty special to our church. We, we have done things a little bit differently. It gives us an opportunity to go about this day a little bit differently than we normally would go about it. Uh, for many years, we've used this first Sunday. We set it apart as Testimony Sunday. It's an opportunity for us to consider what God is doing in our life, both individually and corporately as a church. And so this morning, we get the chance to continue that tradition. And so today, we'll get a chance to hear from five individuals and couples about what this past year of their life has looked like. And so before I begin, before we get a chance to hear from them, I just want to spend a few moments uh, shaping our time together, framing our time, giving a lens through which we can uh, witness and hear these stories. So that's our intention, just to kind of look to God's word together before we get started. And so I'm going to begin by reading our text for this morning and then I'll pray, and then we'll jump in, okay? So this is what we're looking at this morning. We're looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 to 18. If you have a Bible in front of you, it's on page 966. This is what God's word says. It says, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Let's pray. Father, your word tells us that all flesh is like grass, In all its glory, like the flowers of the field, the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord stands forever. So God, we pray and we ask, help us to hear your eternal word this morning, to believe it and to do what it says. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we begin this morning, can I tell you a little bit of a secret, okay? Now, listen, I want you to not go out and broadcast this to the rest of the world. I want you to keep it in this room. I'm telling you a secret. I'm being vulnerable for a second. So don't go outside and tell people. Don't post it on social media. This is the secret. I think my body is falling apart. (laughs) I think my body is falling apart. I really do. I I know it's pretty vague, so let me try to explain for a second, right? I think my body is falling apart. I, I think it's wasting away. You see, it's not really working the way that it used to any longer. Things that used to operate perfectly uh, don't work as well any longer. Things that were never a problem before are now becoming an issue. And here's the thing. It it feels like every passing year, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Like, let me give you a couple of examples. Like, take a look at my beard, right? This thing used to be jet black before. It used to be jet black. It used to be unbelievable, shiny and and just rich. But over the years, I've watched this thing turn mostly gray with just uh, parts and hints of black, right? And it's not even like an attractive George Clooney kind of gray either, right? It looks more like a skunk, just big patches of white. I mean, I'm basically Pepe Le Pew. That's who I am. I'm a skunk at this point. Or I'll give you another example. Getting into bed at this point takes about an extra 15 minutes per night. Why? It's because I have this nightly routine that I have to follow. And it's not some impressive routine like maybe exercising for 15 minutes every night or or doing devotions for 15 minutes. That would be great. No, it takes an extra 15 minutes for me every single night because 
of all the medicine that I need to take before I actually lay down in bed, right? This is my procedure. Every night, there is this nasal spray that I gotta take for my post-nasal drip that I'm suffering with, right, all year round. There's a pill that I gotta take for my season-long, all-year-round allergies that I have to deal with. There's another pill for my high cholesterol that I'm, that I'm working through right now. And there's one more pill for my acid reflux. All of that before I literally have to lay down for the night. And this wasn't the case five years ago, but my body is falling apart. My body is wasting away, and now this is my new norm. This is what I do 15 minutes every single night before I lay down in bed. Now here's the thing. I know that it's not just me, right? Because I've spoken to some of you, and I know that you, you too have sensed the fact that uh, you are falling apart. And here's the thing. It's not even just your body, right? There's brokenness in your mind, there's brokenness in your emotions. There's brokenness in your relationships. There's brokenness in your circumstances. And we're not even just talking about silly things like gray hair or having to take a few pills every single night. No, every part of us seems to be wasting away. Some of us who are sitting here this morning are living with chronic pain. Every day there is this pain that you've even just gotten used to having. This is just what life looks like for you at this point. Or some of you, you're sitting here this morning trying to make sense of a womb that month after month just remains infertile. This is what reality looks like for you. Or we have minds that can't remember things like it used to. Or emotions that constantly swing from one feeling to another feeling just with no cause. Or we're involved in broken relationships that are wearing us down. Or, or we're experiencing anxieties and pressures from this world that is sort of causing us to fall apart. Or some of us are dealing with scars from abuse, all kinds of abuse from the past, even things that are going on right now. You see, we are falling apart. We're wasting away. And there's no shortage of examples. It doesn't require me to convince you much of this fact. Each passing year, instead, is a reminder that things are not the way that it's supposed to be. And in fact, each one of our lives produce ample evidence of the fact that this is actually true. And you see, it's into this reality that the Apostle Paul wants to speak to us this morning. He wants to address this. He wants us to help us consider how to respond to the fact that our bodies and our minds and our emotions and our circumstances are broken. They're wasting away. And this is what he says. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, he says this. He says, do not lose heart. Do not lose heart. Now you hear that, and you want to say, that's it? Like, that's what you want to say to me? I mean, that's supposed to help us, right? That's supposed to provide us with some kind of comfort? That sounds like me telling someone who's dealing with grief, like, you know, just stop being sad. Can you just stop being sad already? Or, or me telling someone who finds himself uh, afraid just to say, you know what, can you just stop being scared already? Just do it. Listen, when I see my body wasting away, or I experience the, the brokenness of this world, I know that I should not lose heart. I know that I should not feel discouraged. But that's exactly how I feel. 
And so how are these words from Paul supposed to be helpful for me this morning? Well, thankfully, Paul is not trying to be a jerk in this text. He's not trying to be insensitive. You see, because in this text, he doesn't just tell us not to lose heart. He tells us how not to lose heart. Look at verse 18. This is what he says. It says, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. So my road, what is Paul saying? How do we not lose heart? Well, it's actually quite the paradox, right? Paul is essentially saying this. He's saying, we don't lose heart by staring at things that are invisible. That's what we do. We don't lose heart by staring at things that are invisible. Do you want to fight against discouragement this morning? Well, then fix your eyes on things that you can't see. That's what Paul's saying. Or look closely at realities that can't be seen with your eyes. That's what Paul is trying to tell us this morning. You see, Paul is saying this. If you only look at things that you can see, if you constantly stare at your own brokenness or your difficulties or your struggles in life, well, then inevitably you will lose heart. It's just going to happen. It's going to, it's going to happen in your life. But the only way that you can combat against discouragement in this life is to stare at things that are invisible. Now, if we're being honest, some of us really struggle with that thought. Because if we're being honest, we live in a world where we have convinced ourselves that the only things that are actually true in this life are the things that we can see with our eyes. Or we live in a world where we have convinced ourselves that the only things that are actually worth believing are the things that can be observed, that can be seen. But you see, God's word is telling us something completely different this morning. The Bible is telling us that while the things that we can see are indeed true, some of the most important and precious truths in this world remain unseen. Some of the most important and precious truths in this world remain unseen. And so quickly, and I mean quickly, we have a few minutes, here are two invisible truths that Paul wants you to see this morning. Two truths that if you could fix your eyes on those things, it would help you not to lose heart. So here's the first. It's found in verse 16. This is what he says. He says, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. What is Paul saying here? Essentially this. Paul is saying, if you're here this morning and you are a Christian, then there are two things that are simultaneously happening to you at this very moment. Two things that are happening to you as you sit there. At this very moment, you are both wasting away and you are being renewed day by day. Both of those things are true for you. As you're sitting in these seats, you are both wasting away and you're being renewed day by day. One of those realities you can see with your eyes. And one of those realities remains unseen. What do I mean? Well, you see, from the moment that you are born, from the moment you're born, your outer self has been headed towards the direction of death. From the moment that you're born. 
The moment that you're born, your outer self is just headed in this trajectory towards death. But from the moment that you are born again, your inner self has been headed towards greater life. Do you understand that? You see, your outer self and your inner self are sort of heading in opposite directions at the same time. That's what God's word is telling us. So on the outside, we are being subject to decay and to corruption. That's what's happening to your outer self, to your body. But on the inside, we are being renewed and we're being strengthened. On the outside, your body looks more and more like Adam every single day. On the inside, on the inner self, your body, you look more and more like the second Adam. And it's happening every single day. You see, on the inside, we are being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Each day, our faith, whether you see it or not, whether you can acknowledge it or not, our faith is being strengthened. Each day, we're growing in small steps, in tiny steps, but progressively, we're growing in love towards God. Each day, we're growing in our desire to obey him, in our awareness of our sin, in our desire to turn away from those things. So much so that for those who are in Christ, when we come to our last hour, we'll find that our body is weaker than it has ever been, but our inner selves have never been more full of life. That's going to be our reality. Consider that. At your final hour, when you take your last breath, your outer self will be weaker than it's ever been, but your inner self will never have been more full of life than in that moment. Amen. That's the reality of our lives. And so what's Paul saying? He's saying, don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. Fix your eyes, Seven Mile Road, on what you can't not see. That on the outside, you are wasting away. It's true. We're seeing it with our own eyes. But on the inside, you are being renewed day by day. What's the second invisible truth that Paul wants us to see? It's found in verse 17. He says, For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. What's Paul saying here? Well, another way for us to not lose hope is to realize that our present affliction is both light and momentary. Our present affliction is both light and momentary. Now, again, we need to consider this. What is he saying? Because the moment we hear that, there's a tendency for us to say, to feel again, that maybe he is trying to minimize our suffering. It sounds like he's basically saying to us that in order for us to find hope, that we need to realize that things that we're going through are really not as bad as we make it out to be. That maybe that our hardship is not as heavy as we think it is. It's actually light. Or maybe that our suffering is not as long. It's not taking as long as we thought it is. It's actually momentary. It sounds like Paul is saying to us, listen, just cheer up, right? J just get over it. That if we would just minimize our suffering, we would actually feel better about it. The only problem with that idea is that it's actually not true, right? It's not how we function. I mean, you and I have experienced hardship and suffering enough that's intense enough to know that it's not true. We've been through intense hardship and suffering. Or you and I have experienced hardship and suffering that has lasted long enough to know that that's not true. Like, how can suffering a heart attack be considered light? Or, or how could 
going through a broken marriage or a broken relationship be considered light? Or not just that. How in the world can we talk about suffering as momentary when the, the pain of suffering often lingers for a lifetime? As we're sitting here this morning, some of us have been grieving the loss of a loved one for decades now. You can't go a single day without thinking about that person. Some of us are sitting here and we've been struggling for chronic pain for years now. You can't remember when this first started. How is any of that momentary? But you see, maybe we're not seeing this right. Maybe what Paul is trying to do here is not minimize our suffering, but rather to maximize our vision of the glory of what is yet to come. Would you let this sink in, Seven Mile Road? Some of you have heard this a million times over, but would you ask God to help you believe that this is actually true? Seven Mile Road, there is coming a day, consider it, there is coming a day where there will be no more sin and no more tears and no more pain and no more death that we will have to experience. There is coming a day when we will literally look at Jesus right in the face. We will see him with our eyes. There's coming a day when it will be impossible for you, as best as you try, you won't be able to describe the type of joy that you are experiencing. It will be ever-increasing. It will be never-ending, so that you can't even put words to what you're feeling. And so maybe in this text, what Paul is not trying to do is show you how small or insignificant your suffering is, but rather how real, just how big, just how permanent the coming glory is. Think about it for a moment. How unbelievably massive will the coming joy have to be for all the sorrow in the world to feel as light as a feather? What would that joy have to be like? Or consider for a moment, how permanent will the coming glory have to be for all the suffering that we have gone through in the world to feel like just a small blip in the timeline of history? What will that have to be like? Well, Paul is saying, listen, you can't see it yet, but I promise you that it's true. I know that your suffering is real. I know that you hurt with an indescribable pain. I know that your body is wasting away. But Seven Mile Road, don't lose heart. Your inner self is being renewed day after day, whether you can see it or not. And there is a massive, unending glory that is yet to come. And so as we listen to these stories being told this morning, may God give us eyes to see the things that we are not able to see yet. Let's pray, and then Bill and Tina are going to come forward and share with us. Lord, we really do pray that you would give us eyes to see the things that we cannot see. Thank you that our stories are not limited to what we can see with our eyes or the experiences that we have here on earth, but that we are being renewed. 
that there is a great glory coming beyond our ability to comprehend. So help us to hear these stories this morning from our brothers and sisters in light of these invisible truths that you have just told us. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.